AJ. What's up, man? AJ. AJ. Mary Fuck hey. Kill. Sweet Tooth, Jigsaw, Freddy Krueger. Oh, man, one of these again? <laughs> I never prepare you for this. Jigsaw. Um, that's a weird one, man. I don't think either to any of them. <laughs> See, you're, you're ruining I mean, the game. <laughs> yeah. I, I, no, I wouldn't. No. They're, dude, they're all special to me. Dude, you gotta, I love you them gotta, equally. You've got to marry Sweet Tooth because he's big. He looks cuddly. Big, I basically big did marry Sweet Tooth as a child. <laughs> Twisted Metal was my childhood and was the reason I I originally bought a PlayStation. Uh, but the funny thing is when I finally saved up enough to get a PlayStation, I didn't have enough. So I, And then all I could afford was Jet Moto, also made by Single Track, by the way. And I have met Dylan Job. He's a, he's a swell fella. This, this um, is going way off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, Twisted Metal is amazing. And uh, I'd, and I'd also kill for a uh, Saw game and a Freddy Krueger game in VR. Uh, all, right. all right. Right? Yep. Yep. Oh, Nick <laughs> Nick Mueller says, marry Sweet Tooth because of the ice cream. <laughs> I don't like ice cream that much, but, you know. Oh, my God. You're, you're such <laughs> can we Can we please just start the show? Let's do this. <laughs> This is PSVR Gamescast Live. We film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday right here on YouTube every 6 p.m. Eastern. I don't know if I said that already. Maybe I said that, but it's live. And if you guys are here with us right now, you're watching it live. And if you're watching us later, then that's not live. But thank you so much for being here. Hey, look, the Witching, t the Witching Tower trailer is playing. <laughs> Dude, I think I confused... Funny? I think I confused so many people by publishing a review for a 2019 game. Uh, just, just a good one, ago. though. Yeah. And I see you bumped it up from a 7, which you said on Friday, or on Monday. <laughs> Took you two days to, to to gain 10 points for that game. Nice. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, could go, I could go either way with that, because I feel like it's really bad for combat. But, but if you just take the puzzles, and you say, this yeah. is a great, great, great puzzle game. That also has combat, then it's easily an eight. But if you say this is an action adventure or puzzle action adventure, and, you, and then you start detracting points because of the combat, I struggled with that big time. But I said, you know what? I look at this as a puzzle game with bonus combat. And so I could see it going either way, though. Seven. Great eight, game. Either way. My name is Brian Paul Knishan right here, PSVR without parole. And this guy over here, my hetero life mate, AJ from the Underground, PSVR Underground. What is up, Brian? What is up? Game Gatos, aka Water Tigers. Happy Wednesday. Happy Hump Day. And you better get ready because we're going to hump you full of all the PSVR news you can handle until you say the safe word. What's which the safe is word? what, Brian? Poodle. Poodle? Poodle. Not your real life safe word. You're supposed to make one up. No, I'm just kidding. That. <laughs> Is that your is that but, your real one? That was my real was, life one. Only because, the Chuck, only because of the Chuck Palahniuk book, um, Choke. Um, and, but but it, it was it was kind of a running joke, and then it actually became our real safe word. The safe my, word is Gorn. Gorn's not out. Oh, that makes sense. <sighs> AJ, we have so, 
So much stuff to talk about today. We're going to talk about a little uh, Twisted Metal possibly coming to PlayStation VR. We're going to talk about Wanderer. We're going to talk about Zenith. We're going to talk about Final Space. But first, dude, we need to talk about RC Airplane Challenge. Yeah, yeah. You included this on the run of show, and I was like, what's going on? (laughs) Because I have no idea. And I was like, you know, is it something significant? And why, yes, it was. Um... There is a there's going to be a major update that's incoming Uh, there. They've showcased some of their post launch content with new RC planes, new maps, new multiplayer modes. But the thing that really, really got my attention, Brian, the addition of cockpits and they look and it looks good from what I see right there. Yeah, it's one of these things. uh, It it was one of these things where uh, RC Airplane Challenge was never meant to be a first-person game. It was always very much meant to be a third-person. You hold the remote control, and you fly RC airplanes. And some, you know, even with the chase cam, it was still supposed to be RC airplanes. So I totally get the point here, where like the reason there weren't there wasn't an official first-person view with actual cockpits, because these are RC airplanes. These are not meant to be actual real-life airplanes. And, and, and so it kind of made me feel bad for, for saying in my review that that strange game sort of went the wrong way with this because it's not the game they were making. The game I wanted them to make wasn't the game they made. And so I almost feel like it's unfair from a reviewer standpoint to be like, well, this isn't, you didn't give me what I want versus judging what it's supposed to be. Right. Exactly. So, um, and, but, but, but just like strange games is so, so good at listening to community. It always comes first. And, uh, and they, they did some experimentation. They found that cockpits weren't all that difficult to add. And, uh, and, and now they're going to do it, which is fantastic. Because if you guys have played the multiplayer mode, you know how much fun this shit is in first person uh, with the camera locked to the plane and everything spinning around being crazy. Dude, I want to get in there in cockpits and 32 person, uh, 32 person multiplayer. It's going to be so much fun. So it's a perfect theme for this show because we are going to be talking about a vehicular combat game. And I remember when we were playing the multiplayer, you told me that there was something about the multiplayer that was grabbing you in this. And it was that it reminded you of the good old days where they were good multiplayer uh, vehicular combat games. Oh yeah. Um, and, uh, and, and I have to like, you know, maybe not go overboard with that statement, but, but I, I do agree to, to some extent um, that it is a, a fun little, vehicular combat and it's flying around and and in vr so anything to add to the immersion with this game i know it's 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 weird because it's supposed to be like you said an rc airplane challenge game or rc airplanes and we've kind of twisted reggie's arm over and over and he's gradually just making it he's just like oscar it i'll just make it (laughs) He's, he's just giving it what we want right yep like um so, but I think it's really cool. I think I think that's a really really enticing uh, update, and I and I like the mo- and you know with him adding multiplayer modes and new maps and stuff. You know, I hope this uh, game gets some traction. Yeah, mul- the new multiplayer mode is another big thing too because free for all is great. It's just it, right now free for all is such a great place to just jump in with your friends and, and use voice chat and, and and shoot the shit and hang out and just shoot each other down. And like I, I don't even care about who wins and who loses. It's not you know keep score. Fuck it doesn't matter. I don't whatever. Right, but but actually having team deathmatch and actually having base attack modes and death, adds, I think that's going to be really cool. Um, so guys, go out there and support Reggie. The game's fifteen bucks. He's going to be adding this shit uh, throughout the course of the year, uh, and uh, and we'll as soon as there's a date on any of this, we'll let, we'll let you know what it is. 
Yep. So moving on, man, we got a lot of news to talk about today. Mm -hmm. Uh, Resolution Games, the developers behind several VR games, yet only one made it to us, uh, has reportedly expressed a lot of interest in bringing over uh, some of their bigger titles that they've done over the last few years to PlayStation VR 2. And this is something we're going to be following quite a bit uh, because we expect a lot of developers to start bringing their games over to PlayStation VR 2. Yeah, so this is um, so this is Resolution Games. You already said that, right? Yes. And uh, and if you guys all know Resolution Games, uh, they they they've got they've got Demio and they've got uh, Blast On and they've got the games that they've announced. Uh, some of them they actually made it sound like we're coming to PlayStation VR and just never made their made its way over here. Um, and so and you know we can sort of understand that uh, when you sort of look at the sales of some of the PlayStation VR one titles that have come out recently, uh, things are not selling all that well. And so you know if you're a small team, you don't want to you don't want to spend more money than you're going to make. Uh, and so Demio, however, is a game that's been received really really well over on oculus and i uh, when we finally get it on playstation vr 2 i think a lot of people are going to be really really happy yeah demio is the one there's actually two of them that i've really got my eye on that look like games that i would really love one of those is demio which i've heard nothing but fantastic things about um and uh yeah that it's like a tabletop uh kind of rpg multiplayer game that that looks really really cool um but they also have one that's slated to release in 2022 called Ultimex, and it looks it's described as a uh, kind of a Rocket League in mechs kind of thing. Kind of, it kind of sounds like Rigs is what they're going for. But I'm pretty sure I saw like a little bit of gameplay footage or something. I may be confusing with something else, but um, but it looked uh, pretty cool as well. I love mechs, and I think mechs in VR is something we need to see more of immediately. And so you know. Um, <clears throat> This this is a uh, pretty exciting, and uh, yeah, right now since we know Demio is supposed to be really good, good that is the uh, the most anticipated of their releases. And uh, this information, by the way, comes from Jamie Feltham over at Upload VR. Who wrote the article? They they <laughs> broke the broke the news when just giving a chat with them, um, and the uh, the discussion came from them talking to CEO and founder Tommy Palm. Yeah, uh, we got. We got a lot of love for uh, for Demio in the chat. Uh, I saw Justin Gradable say that it was one of his games of 2021, top games of 2021. Uh, dude, we're going to be seeing a lot more of this, right? You know, people who don't even yes. have PSVR 2 dev kits are going to be saying, are going to be saying, oh, we totally are going to focus on PlayStation VR 2. We totally want to make sure we get it. And I think a lot of that will be initially, uh, hey, here, here's here's our Quest 2 port, you know, and then, uh, and then, and then things will start being developed with PlayStation VR 2 in mind. It'll be interesting to see how willing Sony is to let that kind of stuff happen, though, uh, because the last thing you want is a bunch... When you're trying to support your new next-gen headset, right, you obviously want as many games as possible, as many quality games, but you also don't want them looking, you know, your library of games looking like, you know, the, the competition, especially when you're when you're leg up on them, is amazing technology and, and like, the you know, more powerful hardware. You don't want your games looking like Quest 2 games. So it'll be interesting to see how many of those Sony allows through at launch, um, and you know, before the floodgates just open and everything is allowed. Yeah, that is definitely a message to all developers out there is, you know, put in a little bit of work and, and get some updates to it. Take advantage of the PS5 hardware yep. instead of the mobile chipset. Um, 
Like you have the power, so hopefully you bring it uh, and and add stuff, add some additional polish and specs to the game. Um, I don't know if this game is also on PC or if it's. Uh, oh, it says Demio is also on PC, so maybe they have a uh, you know a better looking PC version already mm -hmm. done. This is one of those things that I think uh, this is one of the reasons I think Phasmophobia will be on PlayStation VR two pretty early on because that game is about to overgo or undergo a huge graphical update and uh, and so I mean Phasmophobia is already crazy popular and it's like you know why it was for a while yeah I mean it probably still is but yeah and so it was around October. And, and, I, and I've been saying forever, I was like, I was like, yeah, I mean, like if, if Sony threw them some money and said, hey, make your game look like almost photorealistic, right? And take your time and like redo all your textures and, and bump the resolution to the max, uh, you know, and, and, as, and now suddenly they're saying, you know, it's got a big graphics overhaul coming just in time for PlayStation VR 2. Coincidence? I think not, my friend. I think not. Anyway. All right. So uh, this month, guys, is going to be exciting. Usually January is like a really big, just empty lull in releases. And uh, yeah, luckily, we've gotten some <laughs> great news. And we know that Wanderer has been uh, has, has had a release date for a while now of January 27th. Well, the Wanderer devs have now given us an official price announcement and it is coming out at 39.99 what the fuck uh, <laughs> what the goddamn hell <laughs> on top of this um there were some people that were asking about you know they were asking on twitter and they were like you know how long would, are you able to say how long the game is and and the uh, wanderer devs responded and said roughly eight hours is what they expect for this brian uh, what do you think of the thirty nine ninety nine price tag on this? It's tough, man, because I'm still <laughs> here. We are just a couple weeks away from. It's almost here. It's mere minutes away. Um, the launch of Wonder is almost here, and I'm still saying the same thing I've been saying for the last six months. And that's we don't know enough about Wanderer, right? We, we've seen clips like this one that's playing down below where it actually shows some moment-to-moment -moment gameplay where, you know, you can see the full locomotion and you and you see how you interact with your watch and you see these different things going on. But I, I don't know what that means in the context of, like, how, how I'm going to feel about the overall game and, and, and just how deep all the mechanics are. There's I have so many questions about this game. The only thing I've really heard is that even on PlayStation VR, it's absolutely beautiful. And yep. that's kind of all I know. So now I know it's a beautiful eight-hour game. And we've heard from devs who have exaggerated the length of games before. So, dude, 40, 40 bucks? I, I, don't even, I don't even know what to say about that yet. But until I actually get into that world and start playing, I, I kind of like don't even have an opinion on, on the price or the length. Yeah, it's hard to judge without having played it yet, of course. Um, I do think that that's maybe not the most competitive price, but at the same time, I also feel like maybe that price will make up for the lack of uh, active player base on PSVR right now. Can maybe uh, help them recuperate some of that that cost. Um, but the things we do know about this game, man, I mean, you know, we gotta wait to play it. But but the first trailer they ever showed for this, I mean, it had like it really set the tone immediately. 
It, it looked stunning. Um, it had this really nice narration going on, um, really good voice acting, really like intense, just almost like Last of Us vibes with, with the narrative. Um, and uh, then it's got this crazy time travel story, and, and, and there's all this stuff you can interact with. So if this game, let's say hypothetically this game is eight hours long, has a great story, has mm-hmm. tons of immersive interactions and stuff, and is super gorgeous, then even at that, would you think that the forty dollar price tag is worth it? Sure. I mean, the fact is, is you know, we've I've played when I look at games that I paid twenty dollars for. You know, we look at games like I just reviewed Witching Tower, uh, and there's so many different uh, games that you could point to that with roughly the same, you know, two three hour length, and maybe not a ton of replayability and whatever. Um, and so you say, okay, well, twice as much, twice as much money for twice as much, uh, for twice as much gameplay. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm a, I'm a single player guy at heart. You know, like I don't I don't need I don't need multiplayer to sort of extend the length of something, uh, and and I and I don't mind paying a little bit more for something that's that's super high quality and that's really really enjoyable from beginning to end. That doesn't feel like there's a lot of padding. Um, but yeah, so so yeah, I I could be totally comfortable with this price as long as as, as long as it's really good. Yeah. Um, time to play with GameCat says, I hope it's got replayability. That's kind of a problem when it comes to puzzle games mm. is that most puzzle games don't really have the best replay value. The way the redeeming factor is usually that there's like a platinum trophy. And so if you're like a platinum hunter or you just love the game that much, um, Sometimes a platinum trophy can can help add value to the game. I think every developer needs to put a platinum trophy in their game, um, regardless of the game. Just just do it. it, it it's a guarantee to to sell a couple more copies at least uh, when you have a platinum trophy. Because there's people that just straight up do it for that alone. Oh yeah, dude. I mean, we know that uh, you know our moderator Nick Mueller out there. Uh, he spent ten hours playing Fract, getting that platinum. Uh, so suddenly, suddenly that you know the the little higher price point of Fract was was totally worth it to him because he got that he got that in the replayability he got that trying to conquer the the hardest mode with permadeath. So you know, I, and I really do think that platinum trophies do add some artificial uh, gameplay length. You know, you get many reasons to go back. Um, so we'll see, man. We'll see. But I, I I have a lot of hope for this game because this is one of our last big exclusives and. You know the the team seems like they know what they're doing, and they and they and, and the game. I, I said this trailer shows off great full locomotion, and all I'm seeing in the trailer down below is dunk, dunk, keep, dunk, dunk. yeah. Like, I keep hearing wrong trailer. Say, yeah, so <laughs> I keep hearing people saying every single time they post they release a new trailer, yeah. I hear somebody say or post somewhere why why does this only look like it has yeah teleport has- only, and they've it has full locomotion, so. Yeah. You know, I I don't know what it is. I take uh, back maybe. everything I just said. I was like, these devs seem like they know what they're doing. And I looked down at the trailer and I was like, I take it all back. Take it all back. Dude, give um, me a, let's let's get caught up on tips real quick, if that's okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Red sure. Rover, the effing game cat with the $20 tip says, got my PlayStation 5 ordered. Yes! Walmart and Newegg have stock. Can you guys point out a few titles to try where I'll see a difference? Can't wait to dig in. Super stoked. Hell yeah, Red Rover. You can um, tell them right now. I know a game that you've been playing. Yeah, I mean, well, there's a couple. I mean, there's Dreams, uh, No Man's Sky. Um, Swordsman has some pixel density upgrades. Yeah, he wants. Uh, there's, I don't know. Yeah, there's squad, there's a lot of stuff. Is, 
Squadrons is a big one. If you're a Minecraft player, uh, you'll see some real. It, it feels silky smooth on PlayStation Squadrons, Five. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, but but again, even if you're just doing flat screen stuff, uh, you know, AJ's been playing Horizon, and that thing looks beautiful on PlayStation Five. Yeah, and then I got to give a, a big shout out to Saints and Sinners, of course, because I badgered them for a PS5 patch for like six months, and they actually did it, and it looks incredible on PS5. So it like looks absolutely perfect on ps5 so big shout out to that one as well oh yeah it's a good good list of games for sure uh congratulations on getting your playstation 5 guys don't give up hope they're getting easier to find every single time they go on sale they they're you're able to pick one up for like 10 seconds longer than the last time you're able to pick one up so uh don't give up if you want one you're able to get one. You should be able to get one soon. Walid Saeed Faridi with the Canadian $5 tip says, Watching kind of funny PS I Love You for PSVR 2. I kept wondering, they should have invited you guys to talk about it. The IGN guest there was not convincing. Uh, I, I can't lie. I, I started to watch it, and I just knew that I was going to get upset about something, uh, that I wasn't that I wasn't going to enjoy my time watching it. And if I'm not enjoying my time watching entertainment, then, well, then it, it, I, should, I should just watch something else. Did you watch it, AJ? I did. I watched the whole thing through, and um, there was, like, some little good bits here and there, but definitely, like, they asked that person a lot of questions, <laughs> and that person did not answer those very <laughs> easily. Like, so, so that was, like, you know, that was, like, something I saw there that, yeah, I mean, I'm just convinced that nobody knows more about PlayStation VR than you and I, man. Uh, maybe maybe some of the game cats. That's about it. Um but but I think I think we are the the knowledge base and and uh, have have a lot of the the answers to the deep down secrets. But but overall, it was it was okay. It was a little hard to listen to, yeah. Um, but uh, I will, I will I, say, I this. think kind of mm-hmm. funny covers everything. They're not just a PlayStation right. you know channel anymore. Right. They cover everything, and I can only imagine how difficult it is to give everything the attention that you and I give to PlayStation VR one and two. Um, so the fact that, you know, maybe that they, they don't have a complete knowledge base on the shit they're talking about sometimes, it's just because uh, it, it's going to be impossible to be able to be that well-versed in that many consoles and on top of it, VR, which is something that they don't, they don't really do very much of. Yeah. I mean, we, we just get into the nitty gritty on everything. I mean, you know, PSVR two is announced. We do have some PSVR two stuff that we talk about, mm-hmm. but we haven't, we're still talking about PSVR gen one as well, because it's going to be significant to us for life, and it still is important to us. And what we we don't really do stuff based on, you know, what's the most popular clickbaity thing you could do. We do things on what we like to do, and you know, there's still some life in PSVR one, so we like covering it still. I've I've also been having a nice little conversation with Greg Miller the last couple of days, <laughs> being like, "Hey man, why don't you come on our show?" And because uh, AJ and I are super pumped about PSVR 2, and we'd love to have somebody who knows more about the internal workings of Sony uh, that maybe could shed some light on uh, on, on some of his perspectives. Uh, and so, uh, and so, if you if you're a kind of funny best friend and you're also a game cat, go tell Greg to come on our show. And because uh, it sounds like he's interested, we just got to get this. We just got to get the timing done, uh, timing lined up. Uh, we also got Professor Lowe with the five dollar tip says, "Long live." Maybe I should try that one again. Live long and prosper. I'm not as big of a geek as I want to be right now. Uh, This week's Sunday multiplayer, 2 p.m. Eastern, January 16th, is Star Trek Bridge Crew. Guys, if you're not already a member of our Discord, make sure you click the link in the description below. Join our Discord and get in on some of these multiplayer meetups. Professor Lilith has been kicking ass 
keeping these things organized and getting them together. And uh, yeah, Star Trek Bridge Crew is a good one. Yes, Bridge Crew is amazing. Okay, we're almost caught up, man. We got Bell Remy with the Game Cat with the five euros says Zenith is almost here. Hype train. Choo choo. Speaking <laughs> of Zenith. Oh, wait, there's more. <laughs> Sorry. I, I think we just got one more, right? Is that right? <clears throat> I think I see one. John Martins with the five dollar donation says, Hey guys. Hey John. What are the chances most people will buy a four hundred to five hundred dollar console and a four hundred to five hundred dollar wired headset like psvr2 over a 300 dollars wireless headset quest 2 one over the other i i mean i think if somebody is going i want a vr headset and i don't have a playstation 5 or a playstation vr2 or a quest 2 and all they care about is just getting into vr i mean yeah i mean 300 is a super attractive price um yep. i don't i don't think that that's what's happening here though i don't think i don't think playstation needs to beat oculus Right, right. This, it's their whole unique ecosystem. It's a whole separate ecosystem, and so as long as it sells well, it doesn't need to beat anybody. Yeah. That being said, though, man, I gotta be honest with you. Now, I've been clear. Like, I own a Quest Two. I like the thing. I've said it before. Um, and I think Oculus has done has played a really, really huge role huge. in in getting VR out, uh, getting more headsets on people. That being said, man, I've heard a lot of people say. PlayStation VR 2 has no chance of outselling Quest 2 or whatever. They're kind of different markets, yes. Uh, but I still... <clears throat> is it me, or do I like still think PlayStation VR 2 will still outsell Quest 2 by a significant amount as well? Yeah, it's a huge problem to, to try to connect the two because, uh, because Quest 2's been out for a while, and by the time play, uh, PlayStation VR 2 comes around, I'm assuming they'll be talking about the Quest 2 Pro or Cambria or Quest 3. And right, so, and, right. And you know how Oculus works. Once they once they put out a new headset, they fucking ditch the last one. And they're like, good luck, fuckers. Uh, get on our new headset or you'll be left in the dust. And so, and so the sales on Quest 2 are going to drop dramatically the second a new headset comes out. And so, that will be it, interesting. So really tough yeah. to compare sales figures on the two. Um, so with a different strategy and everything, I mean, I just think I've said it before. I'll say it again. I think games are what's going to drive more people that aren't interested in VR into VR. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe from after that, they, they start to learn about the other, uh, things that the technology can offer and they get interested there, but games are how you get the, the people's attention. And PS five is a mainstream console device that, most households are going to have in uh, by the end of a couple of years. I know there's a supply chain issue, whatever. That's gonna that's not going to last forever. And during that time, people are still buying PlayStation Fives. We just saw Red Rover in the right. chat uh, who who said that you know it's not like nobody can get one. It's just harder to get one. So I think if uh, if PlayStation Five ends up hitting like a hundred million, you know, PlayStation Fives, even seventy five million or something, I still think you have a a high chance for adoption uh, on the VR2 headset because the technology is just what people want. It's ready. It's ready for prime time, unlike PSVR1, which, you know, wasn't really ready for prime time, but sure. still managed to do, uh, exceed their expectations. Yeah, it's. I do. I do think that again, when when people see what PlayStation VR two is capable of, and you know, and, and the type of games that you'll be able to play there. Um, 
yeah, I, I think so many people are just going to have a PlayStation Five in their house anyway. That, that yeah, it's it's you're not going to look at it and go, well, I spent five hundred dollars on this, so I really want to spend another four hundred dollars on on this. It's like, well, no, you have it, and you're into that ecosystem, and so yeah, you want to get more out of that box. You want to say, what else is my PlayStation Five capable of? Oh my God, it's capable of this kind of quality of VR yeah. games. Fuck yeah, man, sign me up. That's not yeah. going to be for yeah. everybody. A lot of people are like really limited by how much they can spend on their entertainment for the year. And uh, and I think it's going to be a little too pricey for some people to jump into right away. But it'll yeah. be a slow burn, man. It'll be a slow burn. And I think it, I think ultimately it'll pay off in the long run. Yep. All right, man. So speaking of Zenith. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Well done. Great segue. <laughs> um, uh, the Zenith has also gotten an official release date we're not getting one but two vr games this month big high profile psvr games uh only weeks away brian um (laughs) it's like seconds away just lots and lots of them uh and yeah zenith has gotten a release date of also the same day as wanderer january 27th go figure uh but they also gave us a price and that price is twenty nine ninety nine, dude. So this is the complete polar opposite conversation that we just had about Wanderer. Because with Wanderer, yeah. I was like, "Well, I haven't played it, right?" And, I'm, and I still don't have a good feel of what that game's all about. We've played Zenith. We played the fuck out of Zenith for like two, three, thirty hours. Yeah, you played for thirty hours. I capped out around like 18 or something um because i didn't i didn't want to do the thing where i was like okay next time i go in i have to start all over and which we're about to um but we've seen it man we've played it and it's amazing and they could have charged so much more for this game that i'm just kind of blown away by the 30 dollar price point honestly i think this is 100 percent a day one purchase uh as long as they didn't somehow screw something up between the beta and release Dude, no chance. It's a day one purchase. It is. It's beautiful. It's fun. I I never cared about MMOs before now, and and I'm in love with this one. Yeah, I love MMOs. Um, just a couple specifically that I really got into, like World of Warcraft, um, and uh, Final Fantasy, a Realm, Re- Final Fantasy fourteen, a Realm Reborn. Played a little bit of EverQuest two, and this is a legit uh, MMO. Uh, v- and it's the very first VR MMO RPG that is coming to PlayStation VR. Um, and yeah, it's just incredible. Like I said, I spent 30 hours in this game and I got halfway through the world map in 30 hours. Granted, let me be clear on this. I wasn't just charging through the quests and going to the end, but I'm saying within that first half of the map, I was able to find 30 hours worth of stuff to do and have fun with. Um, so yeah. And it's it's going to be awesome, man. It's going to be really really cool. Uh, unfortunately, there is a delay with beta two for PlayStation VR players. It was supposed to be happening tomorrow, um, so it's a little unfortunate. However, the good news is there still will be a beta two before launch, yeah. um, at least reportedly. So, um, hopefully that happens, and hopefully uh, some of you guys get in and and whatnot. Um, and yeah, man, I'm super excited for this game. It, it's so much fun. It's really, really, really good, and can't wait. I'm just happy my quote got in there. I didn't. I had no idea, dude. I was, yeah. I, was putting, I was putting together broken broken news report. Breaking news report. That's what happens broken after it breaks. It, it broke. Um, 
I was putting together the breaking news report, downloading the trailer as I was writing my script, and I didn't even watch the full new trailer that's playing right now down here, uh, the release date trailer, until um, until I was putting it into uh, the breaking news report, and I was like, oh man, look at that, they used a quote from us, and then and, and I realized, I was like, oh, they only used a quote from like us and uh, Upload, I was like, that that's kind of, feels really good, man, to see that, yeah. like, people, you know, there's a lot of VR channels covering Zenith, and so uh, it felt really good to to, to, to see that in there. Um, appreciate the love. Those they're wonderful people, by the way. I've talked to them a little bit, and uh, that whole team is just full of amazing people. And and if you look at what they did with the game, it's just like wow. Like, what do these people? What can't these people do? Yeah. No. I, you know the the uh, the quote that I the quote that I said in this is um, can a beta be nominated for a game of the year? And yeah. I guarantee you that this will be a game that's in the 2022 game of the year discussions because definitely, I mean, you know, even, I think even if PSVR two comes out, hopefully Zenith will be there day one. And, uh, with a PlayStation VR two version, I really, really hope this is a game that they, that we just keep playing like every day for the next like five years. Um, yeah. The team over there has told me they're really excited about PlayStation VR two. And, um, they even mentioned in, in an article, uh, from, um, official PlayStation magazine, UK, they did a little article there and or had a little comments on it, and they were just talking about how excited they were about the the haptics and adaptive triggers and and you know all the features of the headset that they could potentially use. I mean, now there's stuff like you know we've learned about like the eye tracking and and if they can add like facial expressions to your Zenith avatar, um, there's a lot of room for for lots of uh, extreme cool tech stuff. Yeah. No, I I totally agree. Um, Extreme cool tech stuff. We, we've got, listen, we've got, we've got two questions about Zenith in the chat, um, but then I do want to ask you a question about this price point. Uh, first, yes. Bellarmi of the Game Cat with the five euros says, "I powered through Zenith to see as much as possible. It got better and better, which means Bell yeah. saw like way more than I did, um, and I can't wait to see what's coming." Uh, Looper, the Underground Game Cat with the five euros says, "Can you play Zenith with a muted with a muted mic? I don't want to disturb my family. You can." You can yeah. also play it by yourself. This, you can play this game however you want to. Um, I think you're you're going to have the most fun when you're able to talk with your teammates and and work together with them uh, and be a valuable member of your team. You know, the different team members have different roles to play, and you kind of want to be able to communicate with your teammates in order to make that work as best as possible. Yeah, I um I played both ways. I played I played like kind of solo. I mean, it's not really solo because it's, there's people running around, so right. you can come across others. But <laughs> you just ignore but, people. <laughs> it's like <laughs> just I did play just ignoring people or just running by and, and slashing something for them and then waving and and just going about my day. But there's actually tons of great uh, party and audio settings in this game. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a proximity chat. There's a uh, party chat. There's a guild chat. So there's a lot of options uh, for socializing and stuff. And, and yeah, and I, I really recommend playing with other people. But, but I can understand when you're just starting out, you know, wanting to learn stuff for yourself. Because there is a bit of a learning curve with this game. But, um, but it's yeah. super awesome, man. Yeah, I tried to play by myself. Like, there was one night where I just didn't feel like being social, but I wanted to go in and grind. And, uh, and, and some girl yeah. came running up to me within five minutes. It was like, hey, how's it going? And I'm like good i tried to walk away <laughs> and she's like what are you doing and i'm like just grinding she's like you want to grind together and i was like i didn't want to be a jerk and i said okay <laughs> and and ultimately i was glad that i did because i like made i made a new friend i made a couple of new friends yeah in that game. i'm i'm i met so many cool people in there for sure um of of all types all types of people 
yeah, yeah, and uh, and most of them are on Quest because uh, I again I've really ran into it works. It just works, man. Like that that's the crazy thing. We've we've run into so many games with so many multiplayer problems or so many just regular problems, but everything about this game just works the way that you'd expect it to, or that you'd hope it would, or even better than you'd think it would. And the fact that everybody's running around like in the field and people are playing on PC VR, on Quest, on PlayStation VR. Yeah, most people play with together. Yeah, it all just works together. Like you just you just run around, you hear people's conversations, and it's just all working, no problem. Crossplay is kicking ass on that game. Donatello, the science game cat with the five dollars, says, Can you please remind me what the PSVR without parole guild name will be in Zenith? Can we have guilds or did I dream that? Yes, we already have a guild name. It is it is decided and it is the Game Cat Dojo. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Hold on a second. Yes. Oh, man, I wish I had that all queued up. And ready to go. <laughs> oh. There it is. <laughs> I mean, better, better late than never, right? I love it, man. So, okay, let me ask you a real quick question. I know we're, I know we're kind of over our time here for this, but I mean, this is, this is the thing I want to talk about most. Um, and actually, let's 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 talk about this and skip our next topic. We can get back to that. Um, yeah. Okay. Friday. On, on Friday show. Um, $30 is relatively cheap for this crazy-ass big game that's doing all of this in- insanity, right? It's Like, like I said, it's, it's doing the multiplayer stuff. It's got a bunch of – it's just got all these quests in the big fucking world all mapped out. And you've got to support the servers and you've got to do everything to, to keep this game running. There's a lot of maintenance that is required when you make a multiplayer game like this, a big MMO. So my question is, do you think they're undercharging for this? And if you don't – where do you think they're going to keep the money coming in from? Um, well, I think this is a great price. I think it's a very competitive price, enticing. And I think it's smart because people also have to... So it is PlayStation Plus required. You have to have PlayStation Plus to play it, uh, and uh, at least online with other people, as far as I know, to the best of my knowledge. So I think, uh, I think it's a really, really smart price. And... Uh, yeah, you know, I'm okay with this. You know, like I said, that I'm more okay with this than I am the Wanderer price. Let's put it that way. Um, you know, I think VR games are kind of in their own bubble when it comes to pricing. And, and $40, $50 and stuff is usually what I think of for, like, a triple A AAA game. Now, this is... If this like I mean this is basically almost like a triple A game to me. I mean, it has a lot of traits of a triple A game. Um... But yeah, uh, I don't know. I think I think it's a, I think it's an excellent, excellent value is what it is. An amazing okay. value. They could have charged forty dollars for it. Um, yeah, I would have still recommended it. Two thumbs up all the way. Uh, but I think thirty dollars just convinces you even more why you need it. So to answer the question, uh, you don't. There's, there's got to be another revenue source at some point, um, and. Because especially since especially since VR is such a smaller niche audience, so you're not you're certainly not going to have tens of millions of people buying your game, uh, and so they'll have potentially a million pretty quickly. Um, but then they need to keep the money coming in in order to you know to expand on the game and do maintenance. Yeah. So, do you think they'll be charging for expansions? Do you think they'll add cosmetics? Where, where do you think this money is going to come from? Um. If I were them, yeah, I'd maybe uh, you know there's a good there's a fair amount of unlocks in there for for uh, cosmetics, but hell, why not? Uh, you know, I don't know. Um, the traditional way, which is long gone, is expansion pass expansion sets where 
you know, you get access to a brand new area with new quests, new enemies, new weapons and stuff, and you pay like $20 or something for that expansion pass, I would absolutely not hesitate to do that for this game if they did an expansion pass. So, um, you know, special access to like special uh, dungeon raids and stuff like that. Um, Yeah, I'd, I'd be all for it. Or they could do some cosmetic stuff. Um, you know, we've seen games even like Rec Room that are free be turn into multi-billion-dollar worth companies uh, just because of uh, I don't know. I mean, that was a that was a free-to-play game though. So usually microtransactions are a free-to-play model, not something that is with a paid game. So um, you know, I don't know. This game was kickstarted, crushed their Kickstarter, but like you said. They're going to need that revenue coming that that to increase, and I I think they just continue to add content, and more and more people will get it, and I think it'll even get another boost of life when PSVR two comes out. Yeah, let's hope so, man. Uh, this is one of the few games that I've ever played uh, where I was making my character, and I was like, oh, I like the character creation. Um, I thought I made a, a pretty pretty good looking dude, and uh, and then I was like, ah, oh, man, if like if they were if there were bonus things you know totally optional cosmetics that i could buy for my character this is one of the very very few games that i would pay for those in uh, yeah. and, and so as long as they they keep the character creation uh you know pretty robust for free and then add bonus character creation stuff as for paid I, i'd be all right with that um and this is probably the only time i've ever said that i'd be okay with uh microtransactions <laughs> ever right yeah i mean i think with the game i don't think there's any arguing that the game doesn't have enough content enough level variety or or you know what i mean there there's an incredible amount of content in this game um for 30 dollars. so yeah i think i think they should just whatever they feel works for them just go with it i think they'll make the right decisions i think so too i think so too they're 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 absolutely killing it and uh can't can't wait to see how this all goes down because very impressed with what I've seen so far. Yep. Uh, we've got Triangulator with the $5 tip. says, with more AAA and hybrid titles potentially coming to PlayStation VR 2, how do you feel about 60 or $70 price points? What do you think? It's a tricky one. Um, so $60 is what the average, like, you know, usually the average third-party AAA game costs. Uh, $70 is what they charge sometimes for first-party uh, games um it really to me it depends on the game i'll i'll pay whatever for a game if it compensates it with content with replay value hours you know uh the length of the game like like i will not hesitate to pay uh sixty dollars for a game that i can get 30 hours or more out of mm-hmm. uh i hesitate to pay i will i am more uh, hesitant to pay $60 for a game that's like eight hours long. You know what I mean? I like, I like, uh, um, quantity when it, when it comes, I mean, I like quality too, but, but, but I like uh, a lot of replay value, a lot of quantity. Yeah. It's hard to set, uh, just like to set to this pre determined set of criteria and say, well, if it's going to be $70, it has to be boom, 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 right? Because every game is different. You can't just say, well, it has to be 20 hours because whatever, right? Because every, every game is different. Um, that being said, you know, I mean, if, if, if VR, for a while we were paying a VR tax and I, and I, and I think we might 
still be paying a VR tax, right? Because when a, when a developer makes a game for a VR headset, they know that their sales are limited inherently. And so but charging an extra $5 or an extra $10 isn't a huge shock. Uh, that That's is, a conversation for another day, really. I, I, I'd need to really think about that and, and have a full conversation about it. But yeah, you know, yeah, I agree. But it's but but just to just to kind of like cap this off, um, I would hope that if if we start seeing prices that are sixty or seventy dollars for PSVR two games, that they match the quality and content of flat screen P, uh, PlayStation five games. That's all right, I'm asking. Right. Like I, I just don't want to start right. paying more just because. And that that's all. And and actually, and if that's the case, then I'll be happy to pay more because we've been wanting bigger games for so long. We've been wanting AAA games for so long. That right. We, if we finally exactly. get them. Of course, we're gonna have to pay for them. That makes sense. Right. You're not going to get free. <laughs> Bill Ramey, the game cat with the five euros, says they should do it. They should look at Deep Rock Galactic. They did it perfectly. Uh, it's, is, that the, uh, is that the new PlayStation Plus game that everybody's talking about? Yeah, it is. And a lot of people are really liking it. It looks fun. It looks really cool. Um, yeah. I haven't played it yet, though. I've been too busy with other things. But yeah, I'll I haven't around either. To it Unfortunately, I probably won't. I probably won't get around to that. So, Brian, this brings us to our main topic of the evening, and that is a, a bunch of reports that have been pointing to uh, – so we, we've heard for a while that there was a um, – I think – was it at CES? That they actually officially announced uh, a Twisted Metal TV show. You know, we know PlayStation Studios have been trying to integrate things. you got the Charter coming. Um, there's uh, maybe some other ones. That I don't know. Well, there's now a Twisted Metal um, show. Is it a show for me? But yeah, it's television. Uh, it's being built as a action comedy as well. Um, well, there were some rumors a while back about the that PlayStation uh, Studios was going to have a game to coincide with this show as well. And this game is not. A, I mean, this uh, yeah, this game is not officially It's kind of referred to as the uh, worst kept secret there is. But um, there's an interesting article that popped up that uh, you know caught our attention. Oh no! Oh no! That was yeah. My bad. <laughs> they, yeah, they couldn't hear me. That's okay. um, but anyways, Brian. I mean, people seem to be really like, they must be playing some metal music. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, I, had, I added a new scene in, uh, in, in Shut up and bleed, you mother... We got that there's a separate volume meter for, for a while. So, yeah. Lots of horns in the chat. Yeah, metal, baby! <laughs> yeah, sorry, it was just blasting. Sorry, until just now, it was it was blasting. I'm so sorry, oh, guys. Oh, too funny. So sorry. Like, Rob Pops texting me. He's like, dude! <laughs> sorry. This okay. Metal so, has good music. So, as you said, yeah, uh, worse. <laughs> Everyone's still yelling. Um, all right. So, yeah, so there was an article uh, on pushsquare.com that I think we're going to be referencing for uh, for this news story. Twisted Metal uh, is the worst kept secret uh, over on PlayStation. We didn't get a Twisted Metal on PlayStation 4, right? So this is going to be kind of a 
the first time we've seen this in a little bit in a little while. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was yelling at my dog. He's sleeping and he's going. Uh, <laughs> ask me that again. What this, you say? This, this part of the show is just what we're going to call <laughs> the is, shit show. This is a this is a train wreck, man. Sci-fi oh game, Henry. When you put the timestamps into the into this episode, make sure you just call all of this total. Disaster. What, what did you ask me? Say it again. This sorry. is the first time we've seen Twisted Metal in a while, right? I think the last one we saw was on PlayStation Three, which was a pretty yeah Twisted Metal one. Yeah, Twisted Metal uh, 2012, which um, I was a day one buyer and player. I love the Twisted Metal series. Twisted Metal is basically my childhood. Um, It was my favorite IP growing up. And, uh, yeah, man, uh, 2012 did not end so well. They kind of started trying to make it like a games as a service. And, you know, uh, everybody knows that most people like Twisted Metal because of the story campaign and watching the – the the tournament play out and then you're the character you choose has a story and usually a twist uh at the end um and that was you know alongside the gameplay the best part about it so uh yeah the the multiplayer thing multiplayer one was uh kind of a disaster and uh was the last time we heard about twisted metal well this makes things a little bit different i think um It's, first and foremost, it's really great to see that Twisted Metal is coming back because, as we just talked about at the beginning of the show, uh, you know, vehicular combat, the whole genre, as far as I know, like, just hasn't been terribly active for a long time. And if it has been and there's been amazing titles in, that, that people have been playing, then it's just totally gotten past me, mostly because I only play VR games. And so we haven't seen, like, I think Starblood Arena was probably the closest we got on PlayStation VR to a good vehicular combat game. And now, hopefully, RC Airplane Challenge becomes that game. Um, but so now, so now we're looking at this, it seems like this is, as you said, the worst kept secret, uh, over at Sony. Uh, but it does seem like there is no question about it. That motors, uh, the twisted metal, what are you doing? Twisted metal is going to be a thing. Uh, AJ, help me out with the, uh, with the rumor and where all this is coming from. Okay. So this comes from push square, uh, a- um, guy over there named Sammy Barker, also Stephen Tailby. Uh, I've actually n- I've known of Sammy Barker for a long time and kind of uh, stalked him a little bit. And if he's watching this, hello, Sammy. I've been watching you. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so this comes from Push Square, and the original. This is the original story. Okay, Sony is making a Twisted Metal reboot for the PlayStation Five to coincide with its impending 2023 television show. Although its developer has changed. Video Games Chronicle reported the news earlier today, but we can corroborate the information. We were informed late last year that Liverpool-based studio Lucid Games had been ejected from a Sony-published project, which was handed to a recently acquired first-party team. Hmm. Almost certainly, Firesprite, the developer of Horizon Call of the Mountain. To add to the drama, Lucid Games and Firesprite are both headquartered in the same UK city, Liverpool. According to our sources, this change was Sudden and unexpected development of a new Twisted Metal has been an open secret from some time now. And while Sony has yet to publicly acknowledge the existence of the game, it's still very much on the agenda internally. Fire Sprite has been hiring for a multiplayer game and is currently Sony's largest team in the UK. 
Um, I'll, there's one more paragraph here. Let me just finish it. It's <laughs> unclear exactly why Lucid Games was removed from the project, but one source told Video Games Chronicle that it could be due to lukewarm critical reception Destruction All-Stars received. Uh, received. Our understanding is that work continues on the former PS Plus freebie with a major update due later this month, although whether that will revive the car combat titles, fortunes remain to be seen. So what do you think of all this, man? Like, does this to you? Does this say there's no question about it? This game is absolutely happening, uh, and we will see it on PlayStation Five. So this is the really interesting thing here because we know Fire Sprite as primarily a VR development team, uh, but they have done some non-VR stuff as well. They did make a uh, non-VR version of the Persistence, <laughs> um, the inferior version, I might add. Um, I mean, but. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's really, really interesting. I mean, it, it makes sense in several different ways because, you know, I played Destruction All-Stars and I wanted to love it. I thought it was fun for a little bit, but it really wore off like really fast. And and I, I definitely was like, I would love to see this engine used for like a Twisted Metal game. I always love the darker, grittier um, style that it had. But man, if Fire Sprite is working on it, I mean, to me there's a high possibility that, that they could be making a VR mode for it. Yeah. Oh dude. No, absolutely. So, you know, I think, I, I think every single PlayStation five game that comes along these days, uh, we have to start asking the question, could this also be in VR? And I think any game yeah. that makes sense, uh, is certainly going to, I, 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 I don't, I don't even want to say it has the possibility of being in VR. I think any game that makes sense, especially when it's a game that's coming from a first party studio, I think we're going to see a, a VR version of it. And when a game like this gets talked about that, you know, the last thing you want to do is have another PS3 debacle where like there's online issues. You can, you're going to get so many more people uh, being able to play cross play flat screen and, uh, and on PlayStation VR two that it'll be one of the few games that you never have to worry about, like jumping in into VR and saying, let's go play some Twisted Metal. There's always going to be people playing because on PlayStation 5, there's going to be so many more people playing on the flat screen. Uh, so being able to play against those people and not having to like, you know, go get like eight people together, it's going to be pretty awesome, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's really, really interesting. Um I, I personally, I mean, if there was one PlayStation Classic that I would want in VR, it like Twisted Metal was basically the top of that list. Yeah. Um, this is the thing, though, is like if it's supposed to coincide with the TV show, um, then I feel like maybe it will have something to do with that TV show. Exactly. And I actually, I actually kind of uh, like that because I feel like there's a more of a chance it could be like heavily story driven. Maybe it's a single player experience, um, which is really what I loved about Twisted Metal. I did like co-op, of course. I did like multiplayer, and I do think that if there's an option to put those, but I don't think that's the leading thing. I think the story is is really what I love the most about the Twisted Metal series. And yeah, man, I mean, having having a destruction derby style uh, vehicular combat game, there's so many ways I could see this work and be so much fun in VR. I mean, you know, 
Twisted Metal One had a first person view, mm-hmm. but it wasn't very good. Uh, <laughs> like it, it was more just like a skin over the front of it, and it and it it looked cool, but it wasn't like functional. Right. But I've played games with a first person view, like uh, Interstate seventy six, which is uh, the prequel to Twisted Metal's kind of rival at the time, Vigilante Eight. Um, and and that had a first person view and and was like amazing and there's so like there is absolutely a way to make a first person twisted metal um and uh and and make it really cool in VR or to be honest with you it could probably work in third person as well it wouldn't be it's you know we've had this discussion before it wouldn't be my preference but um but I could see being immersed in the twisted metal universe yeah. uh really really fun and then you don't have to worry about the car flipping over and making people sick and and all that but i love that crazy shit i i love uh ramp, like i would love going off ramps and and you know having the sense controllers one hand on the steering wheel being able to like shoot out the the windows with the, with the with a gun with your other hand there's so many different ways i could see this being like pretty amazing yeah but i think the i think the biggest chance is a uh, story driven campaign yeah it's funny it's one of the few games <laughs> I, I feel like i've been saying uh non-stop uh, when i talk about vr games that the, the thing i want to do and i always reference grand theft auto when i say these things is i want to drive with one hand and shoot out the window with the other right like that's that's what vr allows me to do like look over here drive straight but also shoot shoot this way strangely right. enough that's not even the first thing that comes to mind when i think about twisted metal because i'm not thinking about you know characters although there's one right in the trailer below holding actual guns i'm thinking about the the cannons or whatever or the the napalm that's attached to the cars right and so i'm thinking i want like i i I sort of promised myself that uh, when gran turismo uh, 7 finally gets announced for with vr support um that i was going to buy one of those rigs that sits right in the middle of my right in front of my tv where i can attach an actual wheel and get the pedals and the, and the shifter and everything right and so i can sit there with the vr headset on and really feel like i'm there and that's right. what i want to do with a twisted metal game like not i don't even want the sense controllers for this i want the, i want this i want to i want to look behind me and see out the back of my window who's who's on my tail i want to i want to want to pull the e-brake and, ju- and just do a quick turn and spin and then like shoot them in the face with a rocket just by like pulling a trigger or something on the uh on the hodis and so not the hodis the wheel so it's i just feel like this is one of those things that you don't even know the thing that you want to do in this game until it's handed to you uh but but just being able to like just being able to have that freedom to look around just by looking out my right window or left window or behind me or or possibly even the rearview mirror and seeing where all my opponents are yeah maybe there's a radar or something in the car but but that freedom to look around in vr is just going to be a game changer and like let you play twisted metal in an actual new different way and that's what excites me about this well that's been the whole and so that's been a big thing and i see some of the people in the chat are kind of like 50 50 on this um like vehicular combat is a tough 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 genre to get people excited about to become you know it's it's easy to make a good fun vehicular combat game but making something that will be like really successful that will sell well um that will get a lot of buzz around it that's going to be the tricky part and and i think what works with twisted metal over um over the uh, Destruction of All-Stars is that I think the the gameplay is a little bit better in Twisted Metal games. Mm-hmm. And I think um, like that, had, like Destruction of All-Stars had a lot of impressive stuff, but it, but just having some impressive features doesn't make a great game. 
Um, and Twisted Metal was like a great game first and foremost. And yeah, it's going to be tricky to do that. But I could see VR being one of those things to bring something new to the table to make it fun and exciting. Uh, but man, yeah, there, there's I, I know that there are several ways to do this right. Uh, but there is just a there's a lot of ways to mess this up as well. Um, and so it'll be really, really interesting. What I do know is that Fire Sprite is awesome. And if it is them and and by the way, I think they think that it's Fire Sprite because the time of hearing the timing of hearing about a recently acquired studio was probably around the time where Sony acquired Fire Sprite. Because they've also since then announced Blue Point games. Because my first thought was Blue Point. I was like, yeah, Blue Point's maybe remaking Twisted Metal Two or or something, um, and as well as a couple other teams. So, um, but if it is Fire Sprite, yeah, you get, I'm really curious if it's going to be VR or not. Right in this in this article, did we did we skip over the update in this article in the Push Square article? No, because so that I mean that's that just broke today, literally. Right. Um, you want to read it? Uh, they say, as spotted by Reset Era, veteran Motorstorm Motor director Matt Southern has left his job at Lucid Games to join Fire Sprite. It might be safe to assume that Southern was involved with Sony's new next-gen Twisted Metal reboot, which has changed developer from Lucid Games to Fire Sprite. Of course, it won't change the commute too much for Southern. Both studios are based in Liverpool. So this so wh- this guy who's... Uh, who is well known for for doing uh for developing MotorStorm, right? Yeah. Uh, literally just left Lucid Games and Destruction All Stars. Yeah. And Destruction All Stars left Lucid Games to join Fire Sprite, and um and we and they just heard that Twisted Metal is changing hands from Lucid to Fire Sprite. So this guy who's you know knows car combat to an extent, um, because MotorStorm was kind of ish. <laughs> like that's it, it just sort of lends more credibility to the rumor, I think. Right. I mean, when they talk about this being like the worst kept secret, you know, um, <laughs> here's more is, of the secret. All, all this, told. all of this evidence is really starting to add up and seem believable. And yeah, man, you know, I, I, I can't say I know what, like, I wish I knew how this was going to play out, but the prospect of my favorite, you know, childhood slash teenager game, yeah. uh, making a return to VR, it's like, it's like something I honestly, my, my, my immediate feelings are like, unless they do something really, really crazy with this that gets everyone at, uh, everyone's attention, I'm like, I don't know if this is going to sell really well, mm-hmm. but it's certainly going to make me a very happy gamer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the number of hours I pumped into Starblood Arena, it's like just knowing, you know, and, and those were those were some just quick matches. But but what made that special was playing it for me was playing it with friends yes i hope that they actually i hope that they put a, a great campaign into this i hope they make a great single player campaign um because i'm you know at heart i'm a single player gamer but the longevity comes from the multiplayer and i i certainly could see myself you know especially with voice chat just getting in there just like we're doing with rc airplane challenge again making a comparison to vehicular combat it's get in there and you're just having fun blowing each other up driving around doing crazy shit laughing about the cool explosions that's that's where the fun comes that's where multiplayer fun is at its best and uh, and i think this is the perfect sort of uh sort of vehicle pun intended 
to, to to bring that to PlayStation VR too by bringing back one of the many dormant franchises that Sony has. It's this and, and Resistance and uh, it's Infamous Jet Moto, Jumping Flash, Cool Borders, <laughs> Soul I mean, just, Reaver. Just, just fucking say it. <laughs> uh, Metal Gear Solid. We're, we're getting yeah, out so. of Sony territory, but sure, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, man. Uh, Satan's neighbors in the chat. Hello, Satan's neighbor. Let us know how Satan's doing. Yeah, he please said, check in on I him. Never... <laughs> I haven't heard from him said, in a couple I... days. <laughs> he said, I never had any interest in any type of driving slash racing game until I played them in VR. Uh, I got to say, that I, that caught my attention because, like, I used to love racing games, and for the longest time, I fell out of them. I mean, like, a decade, I stopped caring about racing games, almost. Mm-hmm. There was a couple good ones that were, like, here and there, like, blur and and forza horizon three that i really liked but i totally agreed i I, I, you know maybe maybe gran turismo gran turismo 5 or something um but i um i definitely fell out of racing as well and i think vr can help uh reinvigorate the racing genre a little bit um (coughs) it's it's just one of the it's one of those things that's just like it's like horror games where it's like just a perfect match for vr yeah i agree I agree, and the cats have a couple comments as well. Red Rover, the effing game cap, the two dollar tip says AJ Rick rolled. I got metal rolled, which is even better. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we got it. Uh, MRI with the five dollar tip says just do Twisted Metal Black in VR, and I'm sold. Ah. Dude speaks the truth. Twisted Metal Black is by far my favorite Twisted Metal game. Uh, it's the one I spent the most time with. It's the one I liked the most. The controls just felt so spot on, and the tone was perfect. Um, Dude, I'm just thinking about all the destruction. I mean, we didn't even talk about how like how how cool the destruction would be in VR. Environmental things like uh, remember the the Ferris wheel that you could blow up and then it just start rolling down the street, rolling over cars and shit. That's gonna be. I was so thinking cool about that. You know, you're, you're driving down the street, actually, you see a Ferris wheel come rolling at you, you'd be like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, was that the uh, was that black or was that 2012? Uh, black. They might have both had it, but but black had it. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. Twenty. I actually thought 2012. The gameplay is actually really good in that game i went and, re- and captured footage because we did i did a video my very first top list was on without parole and it was five playstation classics that need to be revived in vr and uh, i had so much fun making that video because i had to go back and like play a bunch of playstation one games and or like playstation one through three games and uh yeah man i you know it's funny that you mentioned that because it crossed my mind that like you know what if you're in the car and you just <laughs> see like the destructibility of every, or like you know, the the car starts chipping away, or the vehicular damage that your vehicle takes, or uh, um, you know, seeing that happen right in front of your face, or or you know, the destructible buildings and stuff. If they're capable of this kind of thing uh, in the future, man, there's there's a lot of potential here for something really really cool. Um, yeah, yep, I would be very happy. I, I like I said, I, I posted a picture on Twitter of Twisted Metal One. Uh, with the first person view and uh and it was just that that first arena level um it's like that little i don't know if it was a circus or or no it was like a destruction derby um level uh like like something like that and it just had like ramps and and stuff you know there's a lot of people that get motion sickness but i don't and this is the kind of shit that i would love like the i like the stuff that goes crazy with with ramps and and you know all the sorts of crazy stuff like the car rolling like i would probably like that yeah but uh, i could understand that having to be <laughs> taken out though for there's people. there's i pff, god i hope not 
I really, really hope not. I hope the op- I hope all the options are in there, man. So like, if the car rolls, you just be like, I'd be holding on to that steering wheel so tight and just being like, doom, 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 until my car was right side up again. Oh, and then the haptics in the headset, doom, 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 doom. It's like oh, I want to feel every single roll, man. Want to feel every yeah. single roll. AJ, this is super duper exciting. But even more yeah. exciting is that it's time for PlayStation VR 20 questions. Are you ready for a good old-fashioned guessing game? I am, Brian. <laughs> That's awesome, because <laughs> I'm the host today, and that means you and all the cats out there have 20 yes or no questions to guess which PlayStation VR game I'm thinking of. Uh, i got to be honest. My brain was so fried during the last episode of Gamescast Live that I had to chop out the whole third-person conversation from the show because (laughs) I was, like, gone, man. I was so gone. I don't know what happened. I was, like, in some other galaxy. I don't even know what conversation was happening. I was, like, didn't even – I finished the show. I was, like, what the hell did we just talk about? Um, and, uh, and, and, and so I just want to say thank you to everybody who helped me win 20 questions on Monday, because that's the state of mind that I was in. I was like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. You guys saved me. So hopefully you can save AJ as well. Let's do this cats. All right, man. I'm putting six minutes up. Put the clock up on the counter <laughs> and go. Does it have? Move support. Yes. Does it have? Does it support any other controller? Um, no. That if I said yes, it wouldn't help you. It's moves only. <laughs> Why is it like the three D runner? That might help me, Brian. That might help me. If, if it has three D runner support, I don't know. <laughs> uh, is it a shooter? Um. Sure. All right. Um, so it's a, is it a, let's see. Does it have puzzles? Sure. Okay. So it's moves, shooter, puzzles. Um, is it sci-fi? Sure. That's fine. <laughs> sci-fi shooter that uses only the moves and has puzzles um we're on the right track here we still got a long way to go though uh has it come out within the last two and a half years no okay is it did it come out within the first year um i don't believe no Okay, so somewhere in the middle of the console life cycle, platform life cycle. Um, It's a shooter. It has moves only. It has puzzles, and it's sci-fi. Has this developer made other games? No. Developer has not made other games. Okay, and we're on eight questions. Does it have... Hmm, Immortal Legacy... I don't know if that's... I wouldn't say that's sci-fi. It's definitely not sci-fi. It's more horror. And if he says... If he thinks that's sci-fi, he's wrong. But I don't think he's wrong. Um, Ooh. uh, No, it can't be The Persistence because that has moves only. Ooh, I like this one. Is it based off a popular IP? No. No. Okay. 
I like what you were going for there with uh, Killing Floor Incursion Looper. It's a good try. Um, do you use a bow and arrow in this game? Sure. That's 10. What the heck? So it's a shooter with puzzles, sci-fi, moves only. There's bow. There's a, You can use a bow. What has all these things? Is there full locomotion? Sure. Can you just say yes? <laughs> Can you stop saying sure? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, is this a is this a compilation game kind of thing? Sure. Yeah. Is this a creation tool game? Yes. Is there multiplayer? Yes. Okay, I didn't want to fall for the, for saying dreams. Is it made by Against Gravity? It is. Is it Rec Room? It is Rec Room. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Good job, cats. That was tough. That I, 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 did, I didn't know if I didn't know if having to say yes to so many questions was totally going to throw you or put you immediately. So you in the were right you were actually helping me out by saying sure, right? Yeah. I was like, no, yeah, sure, cool. of course. That's cool. That's right. cool. Yeah. So yeah, most re- most recently, the biggest update that uh, I was impressed by was this rec rally that's being shown now. I had so much fun with this. I love that they added this to uh, to dreams. Uh, really, really good time. Uh, did, say, say dreams. You know what I meant. Rec, rec room. Rec room. <laughs> I told you rec guys. Room but, is but, I show my brain man. is just fucking shutting down. But yeah, rec room is amazing, and uh, I really, really. The reason I picked this game is actually because um, because you know it looks pretty simple, and I know it has to like run on mobile and all this other stuff. But man. If they're able to get this up and running on PlayStation VR 2 and expand the creation tools and, like, potentially, I, I'd assume that there'd have to be some, like, PSVR 2-only rooms uh, or whatever, but I think this could be absolutely incredible. This is sort of like the this is sort of like the PlayStation Home uh, before we actually get a, a PlayStation Home. Pretty good stuff. Amazing game. I spent my New Year's Eve or New Year's with GameCats. And in uh, Rec Room, and it was so much fun, man. Great social game. Guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us today during another episode of PSPR Gamescast Live. I uh, appreciate every single person that helps keep this channel run all the way from Jay Meow to Sci-Fi Game Cat Henry and all the moderators out there. We love you so very much, but no one helps the channel run nearly as much as my buddy here, AJ from PSVR Underground. Make sure you subscribe to him because he's always picking up the slack when I am slacking off. <laughs> um... Yeah, and guys, and this the support has been absolutely incredible. We really, really appreciate it. Uh, make sure you know we, we want to get AJ hired as soon as possible, full time, so we can do this all the time, get paid for it, and uh, and that way when PSVR two gets here, we can really deliver the content. So make sure you head on over to patreon.com slash without parole games. Get your name on that awesome scroll down below with the three dollar more tier, and uh, also get you know access to voice chat over on our Discord. Uh, you got to come hang out with us in voice chat sometime. It's so much fun. Dude, voice chat's just become a virtual office to me. I jump in to start of my day, and I just work, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm just casually talking to different people. Pacer, Dan, uh, anybody who's around, man, Nick, we just we just shoot the shit. And sometimes it's just quiet for like 20 minutes at a time because we're all doing our work. And then somebody goes, hey, did you see the trailer for that new movie? And I'm like, oh, sweet. You can send me the link. So it's it's become very much a virtual office, and we just kind of hang out there all day. It's it's really pretty cool. Um, but again, patreon.com slash without parole games and help us hire this guy as soon as possible and subscribe to his channel because hey man he's got to pay the bills until that happens so do it we'll, up, man. we'll, we'll be keeping the content coming anyway so you know your support just 
ensures it lasting longer. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We'll, uh, we'll be doing whatever we can to keep it going anyways, though. Thank you to everybody who watched the show, watched the show tonight. Thank you to everybody who donated. And, of course, thank you to all of you out there who watched the show. Didn't say a goddamn word. We know you're out there, and we love you just as much. Let's cue the cat. Cue the cat, Brian. We will see you guys Friday, too. Guys, on fist bump to you. Who says Aceville fist bump to you? Mark Pringles, Leaf, take care of yourself as well. Ben Dawson, you rock. Uh, Emily Baxter, hashtag the cartoony game, which... Which game kitten uh, says, Cue the flaming town. That's not how this works, Emily. Gabriel Double for the last mail game cat. I don't think so much, man. Jazzy J, the Terror Mage game cat. What is my fortune, Jazzy J? What is there jazz in my future? What is Shades my favorite color? Matter. <laughs> Blue, no yellow. <laughs> uh, Nick, the game cat. How the, uh, go, got to pay those bills. Damn right, man. We got we got bills to pay and cats to feed. Uh, Twitch is a single player game cat. Says peanuts. Neon Groove, laters to you. James Moore, love you too. Cerebral Frost says Twisted Metal, Wipeout. <laughs> nice. Uh, that's that's what the next Twisted Metal game will be called. Time to play with Game Cats, Fist Bump, Boom to you too. JC, the inimitable, dual-wielding-ass kicking game cat. J- Shades of Grey Matter, thank you so much, man, for it. Smash the like, Tarzan, is what Shades of Grey Matter says. Some fat underground game cat, devil horns to you too, man. Uh, keep stay metal, everyone, guys. Love, sorry for the metal blast. I mean, we're not going to apologize for blasting metal. Really. Let's be honest here. You're welcome. In fact, you're, we're not even going to apologize. We are going to say you're welcome. Tom, Flesh Eater Gaming. Thank you, uh, as well, my friend. Otter X, the Restless Wandering Game Cat. Ciao to you. Good to see you again. I haven't seen your name in a while. I remember you. I remember all of you. So, uh, yeah, I love seeing some of you guys pop back up again. Probably getting back on that PSVR 2 hype train. Let's go. Choo-choo. Mick Coles, keep throwing them shapes to Funk Bomb Bro, the game cat. Later to you, man. Stay funky. Waleed Sahid Faridi. Thank you so much, man. Uh, he says, I am Waleed, the snow leopard. Nice. <laughs> you need, yeah. I mean, why don't you change your name to that? Uh, <laughs> Twitch, HBR, <laughs> the groovy game cat. Meow. Uh, yeah. Confusing game cat. Guys, you have an amazing rest of your night day wherever you are i love you and we will see you again soon (laughs) too much never too dramatic never dramatic never too much